Welcome to Ask Cadence, everybody. My name is Pete Wright, and I am sitting around the table here with Connie Plowman. Hello, Pete. Where have you been? Out and about. I think you've been, I think we haven't heard from you in months on this show. But I'm delighted to be here today. Delighted to have you here co-piloting uh, this episode. And we're also sitting here with, now I think I can fairly say, the lovely and talented <laughs> Will Mercer. Hello, Pete. A newly minted PMP. Congratulations. Thank uh, you very on much. Your, uh, on your accomplishment. Thank you very much. Uh, how have you been? It's been a long time since we've had you here. Been doing great. Uh, unlike Connie that's been out and about, I've been in the back of the cave studying for the PMP exam. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, you can see the dark circles under your right. eyes. It's nice the, to come out into the sunlight. Yeah, that's right. Oh, <laughs> you look a little pasty, you know, a little bit sketchy. <laughs> well, as it happens, that's exactly, uh, I think, what we're going to talk about today. Is, Great. Is your, uh, your path on working toward the PMP. And, and um, uh, you, you know, as somebody who's been studying hard, you, Connie and I were at the, P, the uh, Oregon chapter of the PMI meeting the other night, and, and uh, you know, uh, the question was raised, how many folks are, are PMPs and, and, or are studying to the PMP? And, and uh, you know, crazy number of hands go up. Yes. A lot of folks are working toward this. So we thought we would just take a few minutes to talk about the process. Uh, what you did to prepare as somebody who's already an expert in in the field and a, and a, you know a working uh, project manager and and uh, how you were able to do it was the process hard easy you know impossible did you take it five times to, to pass <laughs> right I don't know I, I don't mean <laughs> well, to I ring any I bells mean. for anybody <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd be glad to share that Pete <laughs> excellent so uh, it, uh, Connie as also as uh, as a PMP and somebody who did this a while ago I thought would be very well equipped to lead us off with a couple of questions uh, uh, to get you started. Well, let me begin. Thanks, Pete. I got certified in 2002, so it's been some time ago, and the exam has changed, and I continued to volunteer for PMI to help people get certified, and I was a resource for Will. So I'm very excited that one of my students has reached certification. Congratulations, Will. Thank you very much, Connie. And I just wanted to say, what was in your kind of toolkit, because everybody does this differently. Where did you know where to start and how to end? Well, th that's a great question because that was probably my biggest challenge. I had 31 years in the industry and had heard the popularity of the PMP licensing getting more important each year. And just not knowing where to start, I'd say, was the biggest uh, stumbling block. What really helped me tremendously in getting it was the webinar that you gave, Connie, for the Cadence Management webinar uh, series. It laid it out so nicely into a, it became my checklist. So as I was taking your webinar, I was uh, writing profusely and then used that exactly as my guide for what to do. Because going to the, the PMI site is a fabulous site. There's so much information that you know the information is there, but being able to uh, isolate it to what will really help you for your licensing is quite a challenge. So your webinar really helped me a lot. I'm very grateful for the job that you did and, and for Cadence Management uh, making it public. Uh, it allowed me to lay out exactly the methodology I should do from, from joining PMI to what order was necessary. Preparing for the qualification to even take the test can be um, somewhat uh, challenging or frightening even. And where you laid it out so nicely with that simple spreadsheet, it allowed me to do an initial preparation before I even went through 
the exact requirements that the PMI put out there. Let me, let me take a step back. I'm really interested in, in this, this particular point. That you say you've been working as a project manager for 31 years. Yes. Do you find your background uh, as a professional project manager helped you or hindered you in the process of studying for and, and taking the test? I think it, it helped tremendously because the test is really designed to match both what you study and what experiences that you've had. Uh, if anything, I uh, felt much more comfortable with the questions that said, what would you do in this case, having really lived through it? And there's just a lot of experiences we all know in project management that we just cannot get from book work. Well, that's books. the real question, right? I mean, yeah. you hear so many times, uh, particularly in terms of certifications, not just, you know, PMP specifically, but, you know, oh, it's just, you know, you're just studying for the test. It, it, it has no real relevance to real life. And so what, what I hear you saying is, you know, in fact, this is, this is highly relevant to real life, and you really need the, the experience to, to uh, make the best use of your study process. I, I think that summarizes it very well, Pete. As a matter of fact, I uh, feel that if you just went in studying, you wouldn't pass the test. And I think the test actually may be designed to filter that out. So the experience uh, is very, very beneficial. And this, uh, a good study guide is very helpful too. Because a big challenge that I found I had to do was uh, take practice tests. It really helped. And the book that Connie uh, lent to me, the PMP Project Management Professional Exam Study Guide was very nice in that it had a DVD to go along with it that provided six examinations. And what I found that I had to do myself was think of my experience and how I would answer it, but then also think about, well, how would the PMBOK be thinking about it? Because this test is created by people all over the world, and we don't all think alike. So there would be some, the subjective questions especially, I would find myself answering how I would, and then really thinking, now is this in agreement with PMBOK? And most of the time it would be, but then some of the times you could see their emphasis would be slightly different. No, this book is not, it's not a, uh, how would you say, a, a small book. <laughs> no. No. It's, uh, it's uh, more of a, a, a tome, perhaps, would be what would you, uh, Connie, why, why does this book stand out, the, the Project Management Professional Exam Study Guide? Who is this, who, who gives this to us, Cybex? Who is that? Uh, this is by Kim Heldman, Claudia Baca, Baca and Patty Jensen. Why, why do you recommend this book in particular, Connie? What I really like about this book, and first of all, everybody should have some sort of exam study book, but I like this one because it kind of takes a PMBOK, tears it apart, puts it back together in the same way the exam is. It does not go by the knowledge area, but it goes by the process area, and the exam is based upon process areas. So you are studying in the same format that the real test is designed for. This is in contrast to, say, if you just open the PMBOK, and started going through by knowledge area. Yes, and the PMBOK, you need to, what's behind all of that when you think about the questions? Mm -hmm. So it's a great text for getting you started, but you need some sort of other document, an exam prep um, study guide to take it apart, put it back together so you really understand what they're trying to say. Did you read it page for page, uh, Will? No, but I got great coaching on that. Connie uh, pointed out the same thing when she handed me the book that this is not a small book by any means, but it, as you read the introduction, it encourages you to take an assessment test from the DVD, and then see which oh, areas sure. you Just scored see well you in, are, yeah. and which you might really, so I did well in some areas and poorly in others, especially the first pass. So 
the areas that I would need to strengthen, then I would read pretty much page by page. The areas that I were comfortable to me, like I've done a lot of um, scheduling and teaching of scheduling, so that was very comfortable for me, so I didn't need to reread that. Oh, and so handy. other that's areas handy. that I did not do well in, that would be uh, a thought-provoking area, um, <clears throat> like setting up a project, okay? Uh, there was quite a bit of emphasis on that, so I read those chapters more, and it, it brought those up to speed. Excellent. So, so okay, so your, your process, you went through and you, you got the book, you went through the webinar, gave you a good framework, you started taking practice tests after your assessment, and then what? Well, then I, it really intrigued me because it, it was different than my expectations, my experience. I felt that this would be very good for taking the exam, but I hit a level pretty uh, early on that this is more strengthening than getting you ready for a test. I feel a lot more uh, rounded now, a lot more confident on all the areas of project management, where most of my 31 years really had a lot of emphasis in high technology electronics. And this is a much more uh, beneficial approach for, for all project management. So it really broadened me. And I found myself really connecting early on to strengthen my own knowledge base. So it was definitely not an exercise of let me bone up for this test, regurgitate the answers, and forget about it. It, it was a very helpful uh, pattern. I'm, my notes are very, very important to me now. Well, there's a lot of um, organizations that offer PMP exam prep courses, and everybody prepares for this differently. Do you feel like you needed some sort of capstone and exam prep course after you went through your systematic way of preparing? Uh, that's an excellent question, Connie. I, I have to admit I even had my doubts toward the end of my study and my uh, preparation for the test as the test drew near that, gosh, I, in my case, I chose, I felt that I did not need a preparation course, although I had heard many good things about the preparation courses, and uh, most of my friends that have gone through had taken preparation courses. And But I felt in my case that with the excellent coaching that was laid out by the webinar and this textbook, and especially the practice test, that no, I didn't feel that I needed one. Um, I found that uh, in my own case, where I had a lot of experience and had done a lot of coursework also, that I knew where I was very, very comfortable and an exam course preparation that went over those areas uh, would take time, which would take time away from me hitting the areas that I needed to strengthen more on. It may be uh, a, a good thing for some people, so I'm not criticizing yeah, I was just going to say, I, I, I wonder how much you know, it comes down to learning styles depending on the course. Yeah. You know? I mean, if you're if, you're, if you need that sort of force feedback of an instructor, that's probably pretty handy. I always felt that the exam prep courses are a great capstone. Okay, I've studied, studied, studied. Here's my weak areas, and I need some sort of capstone mm. to help me get through my weak areas. So, yes. You know, it's not for sure. everybody, but I'm just kind of curious about your feelings about an exam prep course. Did you take, did you do I a took course? two. <laughs> 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 I was on the um, more the rolling plan of preparation, a three-year rolling plan to prepare. And so, yes, I, I took several exam prep courses. And Cadence offers now different formats for exam prep. And here is a resource for anyone in terms of preparing themselves for the exam. Sure. And what really helped me was Connie and other friends telling me their experiences. If I could find a course that would be, like Connie mentioned, okay, we've done an analysis and here's the areas we want to work with you on, I would have enjoyed that.
Uh, however, I, I was more thinking of your question of being one of the kind of the standard courses that just you're in with a group of people and we're just going to go at the, at the group rate. I felt I'd have different needs and so I, I really okay. dove into it on my own. And, and, uh, and the t sitting for the test itself, uh, uh, any, any notes of note uh, based on your experience? Yeah, there? I think what's really important or what really helped me on the test Connie did a great job on this as well as other friends of mine that have been certified is don't take lightly the challenge of sitting there for four hours doing 200 questions. I could tell the first hundred were you're moving right along and things are going but you really do hit a fatigue point. So I found I took that coaching and in my exams, my practice exams, I started merging them together because the practice exams are set up 60 to 75 questions. I started taking two and one time even three at one sitting. Just for that kind of conditioning and getting ready to keep process information and uh, being able to keep at it in the test because it would be very easy to fall behind. They, they are very good at giving you a uh, indicator or a little clock on the, the upper right hand portion of the computerized test that shows how much time is left. So you know you have 200 questions and you can pace yourself accordingly. Now, are, they, are the questions, for those who haven't done any research on the course, are the questions, or the test, uh, are the questions all multiple choice or uh, long format? Uh, you know, what kind of a... Thank you. That's, that's, they're all multiple choice. Mm -hmm. There's four questions. I, n I noticed there was a comment in the book that if you're using practice tests that have more or less than four questions, they're not current. Uh, so four responses, yeah, you mean? Four responses question? on the multiple choice. Uh, and quite often, the book tells you about this, too is going through them, uh, you can pretty much typically eliminate one or two of the questions and then two will be very, maybe even both right. And you've got the challenge of picking the best answer. And that can be challenging. That's where that area came in of thinking of your own experience and also the what's emphasized in the PMBOK and, and selecting the one that is actually the best of the two correct answers. That was quite frequent in the test. So the practicing really got you ready for that because sure. on my first test, as soon as I saw a correct answer, I grabbed it and went to the next question. And then I'd see that I got that wrong, go back and say, well, I guess the other option really is a better, more it was, thorough It was answer. more right. Yes. And, and that threw me oh, for that a loop gray in the area beginning. just makes me crazy. Though. Yeah. So I was. Well, there's one answer and the rest are all of the above, none of the above, some of the above, <laughs> but only half time, right? That was surprising. There weren't the none of the above, but the, having more than one right answer there to yeah. pick, you really, it was very important to read all four answers that were possible. Will, did you follow my test taking advice yes. to read the and answers from the from bottom up? From the bottom up, up. absolutely. Very good. That why, why is that important? Because then it forces you to read all of the answers. Oh. Otherwise, you immediately choose one as you're reading from top down. Yep. So reading from the bottom Absolutely. up forces you to read all of the answers. Way to go, Will. And that was in your webinar. So <laughs> therefore, it was in my notes. <laughs> and I did it. Yeah. And it made a tremendous difference. Last comments on your experience. You've now passed. And yes. uh, who's thrown the best party? Oh, definitely the Cadence Man. Oh, of course, it's you know, the Cadence they, Party. They, they I saw work a balloon out here. <laughs> they work you hard and they play hard. <laughs> this team knows how to celebrate. That's fantastic. Any final final thoughts for folks who are getting ready to do this? I'd say just really feel well prepared and, and definitely do the practice exams. It really helps. And find a good coach like I did with Connie. 
Look at Thank that. Thank you. So wow. true. nice, this will Feel like a virtual is hug. True. bring him all the time. <laughs> well, the, the reason that I put it off for so long is I didn't know where to start. Yeah. And the webinar just all of a sudden, the, you know, the clouds parted and the light came down. Here's exact, it took it from anxiety to healthy to stress. To a plan. Yeah. yeah. That's well, fantastic. You'll be pleased to know, Will, that that webinar is now recorded. And so people can listen to it anytime, day or night. And we will we will get that up on uh, on the website. We will find a way to make sure that is up on the website, one way or another. Good. Uh, by the time this uh, this podcast goes live, so uh, congratulations uh, again, Will. Thank That's you, fantastic. Pete. And thank uh, you very much, Connie. And yeah, congratulations, <laughs> Connie, on keeping yours <laughs> yes. for as long as you have. <laughs> I am not taking the exam again. So. <laughs> And, uh, and thanks from all of us at Cadence Management Corporation for listening. Uh, join us again next week at Ask Cadence.